Answers. Tonight I led a teacher training and one of the things that we talked about was a yogic concept called drishti, which is a Sanskrit word and it basically means a, a way of focusing your attention. Usually it means your gaze. And what, what it ultimately does is it teaches you how to see the world as it actually is. So I've, I've found this in myself, but our attention, our attention is a valuable thing. And especially now with social media, Instagram, or even if you go grocery shopping, the visible world right now can be very addictive, overstimulating, and spiritually debilitating. If you think about it, the number of images that the number of images that are placed in front of us in a given day, either scrolling through social media, walking through a grocery store, anywhere that we go is overwhelming. I went and bought groceries today and in the 10 minutes that I was standing in the checkout line, I learned about a apparently famous couple that are divorcing. I learned how I should be skinnier. I learned about someone's son who was coming out of recovery. I learned a whole bunch of things that, you know, I don't know if I necessarily needed to. You know, the, even the act of grocery shopping itself, just the, the sheer amount of products and choices can be overwhelming. And what can happen in these things and also on social media when you're, you're scrolling through Instagram and you get sucked down that that rabbit hole is that you become so overstimulated and your attention is radiating, radiating out in all sorts of directions away from you and you lose that part of you that is that that, that quiet wiser version of yourself that is apparent when you're still or when you're focused. And when we get caught up in the outer appearance of things, our energy, our attention all flows out and away from us. One of the things that I talk about in a yoga training is things that you practice on a yoga mat you can take out into your actual life. And one of the biggest things that we talk about on a yoga mat is being focused in the present moment to be with the person you are at this moment, at this time, and in this place. And it sounds like a simple enough thing. But so often what we do is, is our attention travels off and we are reliving some past version of ourselves or we are comparing ourselves to another person or another version of ourself or some imaginary thing that we think that we should be. And we spend so much time with our energy devoted to things that are outside of us that, again, we lose the sound of that voice inside us, the, the wiser voice that understands who we are, that understands and loves ourselves because we are so focused on everything external and we lose touch with what is inside of us. So when we control and direct our focus, first you can start with your eyes with, with a physical uh, visual focus, but then the, the attention of our mental focus. In yoga they call that a drishti. 
And it can mean to look at something. It can mean a mental point of view or an internal intelligence or wisdom. And finding a drishti or a focal point serves both as a training technique, but also a metaphor for focusing consciousness towards a vision of yourself, towards what actually is. Our eyes can actually only see reflection of the visible spectrum of light. As you become aware of your biases, of your own focuses, you also become aware of how your brain only lets you see what you want to see, that everything we see is a projection of our own limited ideas. Often our opinions, our prejudices, and our habits prevent us from seeing what actually is. So this practice of concentration, it's a practice for seeing the world as it is. And when you use it this way, it becomes a technique for removing the ignorance, the ego, the, the, the thoughts that obscure our true vision. This technique that lets us see the divine in everything. And in yoga, we finish class uh, with the word namaste. And what that really means is just that what is divine in me sees and acknowledges what is divine in you. And isn't that really what we're all just hungry for, is someone to see us, to actually see us, to be seen? So one of the things with focus or, or with adrishti is there is a danger of mistaking the technique for the goal. And I think that is, is a really important concept. The danger of mistaking the technique for the goal. So if we talk about finding a focus, whether that's a visual focus or that's um, a mental focus or an energetic focus, we can get so caught up in, well, I'm supposed to look at this, that we forget what the goal is, is to find a connection to your higher self, to find a connection to the world as it actually is, and to start to notice and to see how our perceptions how our layerings, our, our, our opinions, how they affect everything that we look at. One of the other concepts of finding this focus is to do it in a way that isn't forced. To do it in a way that where you rest your attention on something. Not where you, you glare or you stare or, or you make yourself uncomfortable but a way of softly resting your attention on just one thing. And our brains don't multitask well. It's sort of a badge of honor if we think we're really good at multitasking. We tell people how great we are at multitasking. But actually, our brains don't do that well. And even taking moments in your day to find just a single purpose, a single focus, and even if that's just for a few breaths, if it's just for that moment where you stop and actually look at the world around you, where you are at that time. And we've all had those moments. You know, sometimes it's at a, a noisy dinner table or it's in a crowded room. Maybe it's in a supermarket or on a busy street, but we have these moments 
where just just for a breath, maybe just a, a moment or two, it's like the world falls away and we actually see what's going on. We actually see a person or we actually see something for what it is. And our brain's pretty quick. The ego usually jumps up and says, okay, enough of that. And back we go to the monkey mind, the, the judgment and our attention flying everywhere. But we do have those moments where we actually see what is. And then we can take those moments and build on them. And one of the one of the one of my favorite expressions is, and there's a few different ways that people say this, but where your focus goes, your energy flows. But what you focus on is what, you know, is the direction that you head in. Another another way of putting it is that, you know, when your car is sliding out of control and you're trying to get control of it, don't steer towards the tree. Don't look at the guardrail. Don't look at the tree because you will steer towards it. Always look in the direction that you want to be going. Let your focus be on that direction. And I mean, it's so easy to get caught up in the the day-to-day minutia about I have to do this and I have to do that and oh God, this sucks and this is hard. And I recently spoke to somebody who talked about instead of looking at it like that, Instead of saying, well, I have to, or here's my dreadful to-do list. Oh, look, I'm going to have to multitask this. But instead, say, I get to. So today, I got to go grocery shopping. And what what does that mean? Well, the fact that I get to go grocery shopping means a lot of things that I often take for granted. One, it means that I have a way to get to a grocery store. So I have a functioning car that has gas in it. I have the ability to walk in and out of the grocery store. I can walk around with a cart. I have the time that I can take to go do the task of shopping. I have money to pay for the food. I have a home to take that food back in. I have a functioning fridge and a pantry. I have all these things. And when you get caught up in it's a chore, you miss the magic or the focus where you can look at these things through gratitude and how wonderful it is that I get to go grocery shopping. So when you're coming up against that task that you're, you're, you're dreading, try reframing your focus. Instead of saying, I have to, or I've got to do this, or, oh, this is such a pain. Look at it as I get to, and then consider all the gifts, all the things that you have in your life that allow you to do that. Send your focus into the area of gratitude. Send your focus on what is good in your life. Steer towards the point that you want to get to. And it's never, it's never a straight shot. Another analogy that I always think is very good is when an airplane takes off in New York and flies to LA, they, they have a flight plan, but most of the time they're not on that flight plan. Plane gets up in the air and winds will knock it this way and that way. And what the autopilot does and what the pilots do is they course correct. 
so instead of flying in a straight and obvious line, an airplane does a zig, does a zag, it goes this way, it goes that way. But the whole idea is this is the end goal. So when you focus and you send your attention, your dristy, your focus, your energy, when you point it in, in the right direction, and, and, and then you make corrections. And, you know, you can use the metaphor of an airplane flying. You can use the metaphor of doing a balancing pose in a yoga class. You can use the metaphor of just finding that time in your day to monotask, to be fully present. And to be fully present and grateful that the moment that you have, Pema Chodron says, the greatest teacher we have is the present moment. And what's fortunate is that moment is always with us. And if we miss it, well, look, here it is again. And then we get caught up in something else. That's okay, because here it is again. The present moment is always here. And how great is that? How great is it that we get to be in the present moment? So just something to think about today. What is your focus? Where are you sending your energy? Are you steering towards the tree? Or are you sending your focus to a goal and course correcting as you go along? I'm Ruth. I'm the recovery coach. And if you ever feel you just can't figure out what you should be focused on or where you can find that time to listen to that voice in yourself, hop on a clarity call. You can go to chatwithruth.com. We can pick up the phone. Get in touch with what's going on in you. Have a great day. I'm Ruth. We'll talk soon.